Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. J. Will! <laughs> Woo! Oh, Jason! Hey, Jason! What a show no. last night in New York City. <laughs> No, security, <laughs> keep them away. <laughs> hey, Jason! No, nope, no Jaeger bombs for you. Way to knock that shot down, Jason. Party! Well, yeah. <laughs> this is what you it's been. Rock. I chose not to for follow the first up two that. hours of this show, it has been like that. What a show last night by Kevin Durant. Uh, is it Friday? Is he, it, it feels, feels like, like a Friday, Friday doesn't it? it? Yes, 49 it points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists, a triple-double. Playing the entire game, yeah, he didn't 48 do minutes. He did enough. No, he didn't do enough. He should have got 60. Win. But it was, well, yeah, of course, everybody like well, should have made. 60 You're the guy points. that said should have made the free throw. Yeah, he should have made the free throw, got 60, should have had 20 rebounds and 18 assists. I mean, they won the game. And no fouls. That's Man. all that matters. It's still a tremendous performance. That's what we said, right? What did we say? We want to see it. Like, show us. I, I felt. You, you asked the greats to do this, and I felt he did. that he would do it, though. I felt that I he too. would do his job. I didn't know if everybody else would do their job. Guys, I, it's, what we saw last night was a complete catastrophe. It was one of the worst, most embarrassing experiences I've ever witnessed as a basketball what? fan of the game. And it has nothing to do with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was prolific. He's a singularity. Ooh, Coach it's, Bud. It's the, are you kidding me? If you're the Bucks, you're looking at yourself today saying, damn, James Harden was out here on one leg. Yeah. We didn't attack him at all offensively. We just let him hide defensively. They, how do you lose that game? That's embarrassing. And it it's, wasn't like, it's embarrassing. And it wasn't like James Harden played 13 minutes. He played 46 he played minutes. a lot. Yeah, he like, was on the, I, I don't, on the floor. If you're Coach Bud, how do you not double-team Kevin Durant every possession? Well, we got to look at the film, Jay. I thought we – Every you know, possession. You know what, Jeff Green? 46 minutes. Man. Jeff 46. Green, you want to have 27? You're going to need to score 47 to beat us. You're going to need to score 40 because, KD, you're going to be the one dude who ain't being us. You know, everybody – Brim Forbes, like, go, all these other guys, I would have made Mike James, you score. I'm sorry, I just started throwing out names. Like, yeah. I mentioned Brim Forbes, he plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. All these other guys, <laughs> you go out and you beat us. You go out and you beat us. Kevin Durant, you're not beating us. I'm not playing you one-on-one defensively. And if you're Giannis, I love Giannis, two-time reigning defensive player of the year. Get back one but I'm looking at Coach Bud, and I'm saying, you know what? You better throw that damn playbook. Get that thing the hell out of here. Throw it out. Get the blink so out why, of here. So I'm guarding Kevin Durant. I want Kevin Durant. He's mine. So not yours, P.J. Tucker. That, not, that's what I'm wondering. Why? Why didn't Giannis I just don't be like, know. yo, I got this? It's just Keep, like Aaron Rodgers not running for a touchdown, not saying, no, we're going for it on fourth down. It's not up to me. But, but by the way, here's my thing, though, and here's where I give Aaron Rodgers somewhat of a pass. We saw this last year with yeah, Giannis yeah. in the bubble versus Jimmy Butler. Remember we kept asking, why isn't Giannis guarding Jimmy Butler? What's going on? How come Giannis isn't saying no? And Giannis came out and said, well, coach told me. And we were mm -hmm. like, no, you don't. That's where you tell coach what you need to do. Yeah, you so we MVPs. had this moment last year in a bubble. Yeah. Why can't that? It's not like we're seeing this talking about Aaron Rodgers that happening again See, in the NFC crazy Championship. To me, that's crazy to me because I don't even think, I don't even process information like that. When I played football, it wasn't even something. It's third and six. Man, they, there is no other option. We get in the red zone. Yeah, we want to run the ball. When you throw it, I better be the first option. It ain't because of statistics. It's because I know what I need to do and you to let help somebody, us win. And you would have let somebody hear about it if you weren't. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I ain't got no problem no telling Seth Greenberg that. if I was playing for him. Man, you better. I can't please. imagine being in a, in a huddle. Please. And my head coach is saying, and I'd love to talk to Seth about this. Seth, you're in a huddle, and you're the head coach saying to your player, all right, PJ, you're the guard. Keep going. Like, 
I can't. I would be like, no. What do you? I would look at the coach. What do you? Doing? Absolutely. No, no, no. This and is. And I ain't saying this because I'm retired. I'm dead serious. This is my time. Like well, if I'm playing, I'm right now. I'm checking him, and if he get forty on me, then so be. That's it. on me. That's on me. Seth, how would you handle this if you uh, were in that huddle and that game was going the way it was going? How would you have handled it? Fourth quarter, Giannis had to guard Durant. Plain and simple. I don't think you start on him because, quite honestly, you want to make sure he stays out of foul trouble. You don't want him to get worn out in the first three quarters chasing Durant around, maybe getting an early second foul. Uh, but at the end of a game when you have to get a stop, you go good on good. I mean, that's just the way it is. Uh, the length of Giannis, to me, potentially, who knows? I mean, Durant makes crazy shots. I mean, let, let's not take anything away from the greatness of Durant. Yeah. But if you're going to go down, you go down good on good. That, that, that's, that's my belief. And if you go down, you're going to take the ball out of Durant's hands if possible. If you're going to guard him one-on-one, then you know what? You've got to put your best defender on him. And I understand how tough P.J. Tucker is. I understand how competitive he is. I understand how physical he is. But he's not six, whatever, six nine with a 7-4 wingspan or whatever Giannis has. I mean, there's a difference being guarded by a guy like that. And on the other end, you know, Giannis has got to make a play. And as much as we love him uh, and everything about him, he's got to make a play. But, you know, I, I thought that, again, I talk about this, this screen right here. The, the job they did with that high flat ball screen for Durant late in the third quarter and the fourth quarter, uh, quite honestly, the Bucks never figured it out. They were in drop coverage. Durant shot a couple pull-ups. Then he got switches he wanted with Connaughton. But, Seth, uh, how do you never right figure there. that out, Seth? Like, if, if you see – it, Seth, you you and I have watched so much basketball together. You're telling me the first couple of times, and I know you, you're sitting at home, you're with Jake the Wonder Dog, you're having a good little drink, you're watching the game. I know what you're screaming at the damn TV screen. You're, Blitz! Trap him! Why are you in drop coverage? It doesn't, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to think that. I, I, my mind was blown from that, Seth. Yeah, you've seen me in some added body experiences watching yes. games. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, like, that's what mine. I was actually, I'm not going to ne- mention the name. I was texting with a, a former NBA coach, and, like, the two things I was texting back and forth with him about was the defensive coverages and, obviously, the shot selection. Uh, those are the two things that drove, drive me crazy. I mean, look, I'm not an NBA coach. I'm a college coach. But I, I, I think I watch enough basketball, uh, like, every single night, you know, all day, and – there are certain things you can't let happen, and you can't let Durant, even in an efficient 49, even in a night where you got 10 assists, you've got to go good on good. And then on the other end, you know, like if you're, you're like, think about this the Bucs in this series, 45 fewer passes in this series than they did in the previous series. Cool. Move the basketball. All right, you're not a team that's built on isolations, except if it's Giannis maybe on the block. And then when you get it to your best player, he can't take a step back fadeaway against James Harden. He just can't do it. He's got to put his head right in the front of the rim. He's got to get a piece of the paint. So, like, this one-on-one stuff, and look, Holiday's a terrific player, but he's got to make the right play and understand who he is. And, and I thought at the end of the game – their shot selection, their ball movement, their people movement was just wasn't good. Who, who decision in the end, though, Coach? Come on now. Whose decision is it good on good? Is it me, the player, or is it the coach, or is it collectively all it's of collectively. us? I think, like, like here's the deal, Key. I just heard what you said about yourself. I mean, like, if you've got a guy like Keyshawn Johnson, all right, and you say, you know what, Coach, they're coming to me. Like, I, I look at it the same way. I look at Nash. Like, I thought Nash's communication with his team was really, really good yesterday. I thought it was really good. Um, 
I think that, you know, you have a great player, and that great player comes to you and says, I got this. I mean, I, I've done that as a player. I think, you know, player-coach teams are better than coach-coach teams. You've got to have that interaction between coach and player where you're on the same page. But when you are in that moment, in that moment, your best player, you've got to respect that what, what he thinks is working because he's out on the court. He sees maybe things and it feels things that maybe you don't feel. Like, like to me, Giannis should have felt that here's the way this game's going on right now, all right? I need to stop it. I'm the one guy that, you know, at the end, if we win, I'm going to get the credit. If we lose, I'm going to get the blame. If that's the deal, all right, put me in that position to make that play, whether it's offensively or defensively. And, and that's the one thing that, you know, he, he's willing to take a three-point shot thinking that he's going to win a game that way. You know what? He's got to make that same decision that I want to guard Durant when the game is on the line. Uh, but uh, yeah. I think that's I think that's the thing that's missing. And, and again, I'm not in practice with them. I don't know what their film sessions were like. I don't know what their you know. You go into a game in the playoffs, especially you go with Plan A, Plan B, Plan C. I don't know where they were at, but I know one thing: when Durant got it going in that fourth quarter, and you knew that he was going to take the game over in the fourth quarter. Right, once that game was within reach, Durant knew he for 12 minutes he could take the game over. I mean, he could muster it up to just absolutely dominate the game. 73% of possessions. The ball was in his – they either scored or he assisted on 73% of his points in the fourth quarter. You can't let that happen, plain and simple. Seth, we know you got to run to Sports Center, so we appreciate the insight here at the top. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Put I throw to you coach. every time, Key. I throw yes. to you every time, man. That's right. Ball. And I give the ball to Jay Will every time, too. And guess what? You wouldn't be working here with us if you did that. I wish I, I Jay Will wouldn't even take my phone call when I tried to. <laughs> what are you are talking you about? He said, Seth, who? Oh man, <laughs> scars are still there. Damn. Seth Greenberg, a ESPN basketball analyst, but he was talking about Kevin Durant and again the performance he had and that look in his eye late in the game as it just started to. The whole game, the momentum, everything just started to turn. James Harden's presence alone was, was helpful, and obviously Jeff Green, the fellow former Sonic. Just think about that. You said James also. Harden's presence alone presence. was helpful. It was. I, I understand, I but I'm just I'm looking at this from the Bucks side. I'm like, that dude shouldn't be in the damn game. Oh, you yeah. Jay, you that dude shouldn't 100%. be in the damn game, Key. Next time you had a conversational countdown, call him a cardboard cutout. Because that's what he that's is. That's what it was. He's no, standing yeah. there, y'all looking at him. And just, they ain't even getting you see at the him. one time where he didn't want the ball so much that when the ball was passed him, it hit him on the side of the head? Like, he was not engaged about, not at like, all. give me the ball, give me the ball. He was like, look, I shouldn't even be out here, but let me just be here. But I mean, here's he my just, thing. They're still double teaming him off, like, down screens. If there's him, like, go look, ahead, look, James. Here's the pass. Look at it. You would have a Willis Reed moment, James? <laughs> you drop 40 the beers. You know who's head. not going to drop 40? Kevin Durant. Mm. Yeah, it's very bizarre. But but here's KD after such a masterful performance no, talking about the night he had. I know the perception of me is that I can score the basketball well, but, uh, you know, any team that I've played on, I've been asked to do pretty much everything from rebounding to defending to uh, initiating um, to scoring. I might not be, at, you know, I might not do it all the time, but I do a little bit of everything out there. So I knew at some point that coaches would ask me to screen or rebound, defend, bring the ball up, score, shoot three. So I just, just work on everything I can and practice. And and when the game comes around, I just got to be ready to pull, you know, be ready to do anything. So uh, tonight was one of those nights. Did you guys recognize that every time KD scored on P.J. Tucker, you saw P.J. Tucker going, God damn it. Yeah, like man. he would say some kind yeah. of curse word, be angry. Every time I saw KD score on anybody else, nobody else seemed angry. 
Well, it's really interesting when you think about it. Like, you know, who's going to – who on that team draws a line in the sand? Well, it just comes back to Giannis. Giannis. I mean, he, he was 0 for 2 against Giannis only in the first half that he faced him. He's never, he's never made a shot against him or taken a shot against him in the fourth quarter in this series so far. And it just feels like a guy that would have Defensive Player of the Year awards, a trophy on his shelf, like in that moment, seeing this guy having a night, knowing it's a pivotal game. And key, here's my right game. now. Like this, I'm this ready. This is that right moment now, where I, it's like, all right, I'm turning the water off. I'm like, ready this right now. Nice, no, but I'm turning the water off. Let's go. You, me, two yes, MVPs. Let's absolutely. go at it. Instead, after the game, after the game, it's just you know throwing rose petals I'm at not, a great no. player. No, we have it? let's let's take a listen to Giannis. Obviously, one of the best scorers to ever play the game. No, I don't. I don't it's it's kind of it's tough. That. It's tough. You know, like. He he's the best. He's the best player in the world right now, and uh, we gotta we gotta beat him as a team. We gotta guard him as a team. We gotta make him make tough shots like tonight. Uh, and we just gotta keep doing our job, and hopefully, like he hopefully he's gonna miss. Hopefully he's gonna miss. Come on, man. He's the best plus player in the world right now. I mean, I'm th- crazy. If this is a regular player, if this is just a guy, like if, if this is even PJ Tucker, no, that's one thing. No, 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 not even with PJ Tucker. No, no. I'm not saying that against a guy I'm competing against. I I'll say that when the no. series is over. No. All right. So you guys are the athletes. You tell me. So you feel like that's not something you say not, in man. a series. No. In no, he just dropped 49 on my head. No. You know what I'm going to say? We going back home. We got to regroup. I got to step up. I got to take this challenge on. That's what I got to do. In order for my team to win, this is what I got to do. That's what I'm saying. And Keith, can I take it another level? The past two years, know what I heard from Giannis? LeBron James, the best player on the planet. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can really do. Mm-hmm. You got to play. So you up. shook and already then. then is you what you did that with, with LeBron. Wow. And now you've done that with Kevin Durant. And I think what everybody is waiting to hear is for Giannis to start believing that he is the best player. You talking like you shook already getting off the bus. That's what it sounded like to me. When you when you sitting there, a guy just dropped 49, 17, and 10 on your head. Not even no, Keith, not on your head, because you didn't guard him. Okay, well, not on your yeah, head. That's even worse. Okay, no, you didn't guard no, no, that's your him. Team, on your though. team's head. That's your team. And then in your post presser, rather than say, you know what? I got it. I need to take that challenge on because clearly. I can because I'm defensive player, whatever. You praise him for being the greatest player in the world. Mm. Even though I, as a fan, know he's the yeah. top dog. But I ain't going to tell him that because I'm not shook getting off the bus. I'm already spooked getting off the bus is what that tells me. If I'm a Bucks fan, I don't want to hear that. I know that as a Bucks fan. Now, Giannis Did still that- goes for 34 points and 12 rebounds, right? Four of seven free throws, missed two big free throws. Uh, in the fourth quarter, and then of course, with 15 seconds left, can't catch a pass from Chris it's Middleton. Not, that could have been it's not a very even that, man. They were up bucket. 17 points in the third quarter, and there's that. <laughs> and, I mean, and we, before that. we get into all the details, yeah. up 17 in the and, third and quarter. there's that. But we got we got more to discuss on this. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by California Almonds. Whether your best means being the best bingo player in the office or the best volleyball player on the planet, you're going to need some help. Almonds are your snack to keep your head in the game and your body energized. So refuel with almonds, California almonds. Giannis could use them. Own your every day, every day. We don't want them in California. All right. So as we continue with this, Jay has his observations. We call it Jay's Big Three. Give it to us. All right. Here are the big three things I can't believe I saw last night. I can't believe I saw number one. Number one. (laughs) 
Great production. Just- Coach Bud not throw a double team constantly at Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. I would have thrown off every ball screen instead of playing Brooke Lopez back at the free throw line. Get your ass up there. Get the ball out of Kevin Durant's hand. And you know what, Jeff Green? You're going to have to go 13 to 15 from the three-point line tonight. You're going to have to drop 50. Blake Griffin, you're going to have to drop 25. Right. Mike James, Mike Jones, I don't even know what your name is. doesn't matter. <laughs> Mike whatever. You're going to have to drop 30 tonight. You know who's not being us? Kevin Durant. You know what else I couldn't believe last night? Go ahead and play number two. <laughs> wait, wait. Number before, two. Wait, before number two, hang up. Number two. Now we're back to number one. <laughs> Bring it back number to number one, one. Alan. Yes. What, Alan? Say Because it. we need to hear from Coach Bud on defending Kevin Durant. What was going on there, Coach Bud? At the end of the day, you know, Todd, Chris, uh, Drew, these guys are doing a, you know, fabulous job. And he still goes for 49. You give him credit. Um, you know, I don't think it was easy. Um, you know, we got to look at everything. But, uh, you know, he had to work for it. And, uh, you know, we just got to figure out how to get to, to game six and, and, and win at home. What? Number one. What? <laughs> What? How come I'm just hearing this sound for the first time? Because he had to work for it. Yeah. But they, these guys did a fabulous – he had 49. He had to work for it. Did you know there's job. an old saying in basketball, Alan, well, one man can't be five. Yeah, one man I, did. I, I just watched it happen in the NBA. figure out a way to get the game if seven. He was doubled, oh if he was God. doubled and he scored 49, then he worked for it. Singling him up, he didn't – no, he just did what he do. Oh Bad execution and design on their side. I can't believe he said this. Wow. I can't. I, I quit. I'm, I'm, I, mean, I can't even do like, the top. Think about it. Number work, two. You had to work for Thanks for transitioning <laughs> you moving me. this no. on. No, no, that's what okay. uh, Number two, I can't rip. believe what I saw last night. The fourth quarter, Alan, yeah. the fourth quarter. Yeah. Two-time two MVP. Yes, he is. Reign, reigning defensive player of the year. Yeah. Who was he guarding the entire fourth quarter? I'll tell you who he's guarding on that final, that big shot. Sure, tell me. All right, so you remember the Durant three with at the shot yes. clock buzzer about 50 seconds to go? Yes. Giannis was guarding Landry Shamit. Why was Giannis <laughs> on Landry Shamit? I don't know. Why? That's a question I want every fan to ask themselves, and I got so much respect for he wasn't on Giannis. Kevin Durant. That's yeah. exactly. Yes. <laughs> then that's the answer. Because he wasn't on Kevin because Durant. Because he wasn't on KD. Easy money. Easy money. Is why they gave Kevin this name, and why isn't Giannis, the Greek freak, seven-footer, reigning defensive player of the year, not on the most prolific score in the game? That's it. That's. But you know, Landry Shamit was held to one of three from downtown. So. Great job defensively. His MVP effort. was a Shamit. Wow. Jeez. Wow. Evan, strong. <laughs> His MVP Number three. Was yeah. Talk about it. James Harden played 46 minutes in this game, and I give him so much credit. Because Key, as you said, he was a cardboard cutout. Yeah, yeah just was, stood there. He was there. With eight assists. Serves as a deflection. But, like, once again. But they made him work for it, though. Yeah. Fabulous job defensively in him. Let me ask you a question. If any – And I don't I have, I have not played basketball in a while. I obviously – I have drop foot. That means I cannot pick my left foot up. Do you know what I still do when I go to courts and I still hoop? I'm looking at the one dude, you know, if you haven't played basketball, you guard me, I'm going to embarrass you. I don't, I don't even care. I don't even care I got one leg. I'm going to embarrass you. I'm going to shoot the ball every time, and every time I see your ass try to guard me, I'm going to rock you to sleep. I'm going to put you to sleep like Russell Westbrook like a baby. 
the fact that they didn't do that to James Harden, they didn't make him defend at all. Mm-hmm. He was hiding defensively. I didn't see Coach Bud draw out one play, attack him, attack him. I saw James Harden get Drew Holiday in foul trouble in the, in the first half. How did I see James Harden do that to the Bucs? The Bucs should have been doing that to James Harden. Yeah. How is that possible? We made him work for You know, it. when we see a wounded duck in football, the fish. we shoot him down. I'm yeah. going for blood, we, Keith. We shoot him down. Oh, he he just hurt his hamstring. I got next. That's on me. <laughs> yeah, I got next. Oh, and they're leaving him out there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Chicken barbecue. Or, or they die, or they take the guy out and oh. bring the new guy in. Like, oh, he third on the depth chart. Oh, we get ready to go get him. Or hamstring. I'm like, oh, I'm about to run. We about you got a hamstring yeah, injury. Have to show me, good luck, you homie. Me. Keeping up with this car because we speeding. It's amazing. And again, Harden, 46 minutes. 40, so, I mean, it's not like they So it's not like he wasn't really on love, the floor a lot. He was always the on the floor. But you know what I love, though, man? One I for ten. The, I love the fact that he went out there. Same here. And he played. Yeah, what did his I presence? I love that. I, I, his presence, right? But it, it meant something, though, didn't it? The fact that yeah, he knows he's hurt real. he's I'm compromised. Not gonna, I'm not going to leave my homeboy that yeah. I came to Brooklyn with out there on an island by himself. Even if I can't do anything, at least – they see me standing there, and it's going to draw their eyeballs, which it did. But that's my thing, though, Key. You know what? I'm, I'm still – if I'm Coach Bud, I'm leaving James Harden. Okay, James, he didn't score his first bucket until like three minutes in the third quarter. Yeah, that little floater James Harden, you side. come off an injury, you drop 40 on us then. You can barely get off the ground. I could have told you that from the first, the first two minutes watching the game. I'm like, James Or I'm move. getting 40 on you. Yeah, like James I'm, Harden where is he? Move. I'm gonna find him. Let's get him into any kind of sets. Let's get him. Let's make sure he's the guy we switch and pick and rolls and get him going. Like he's the guy you have to attack. They never did that. And obviously, again for Harden, it, when is it's, game six? Game I think six is um, Friday. Friday. Yeah. Friday. Tomorrow. Yeah, you Friday. Got, no, no, no today, Friday. Tomorrow. It? No, it's Thursday. Thursday. Oh, it's What's Thursday. 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 I keep losing the day. What Thursday? is today? We today's, keep thinking today's Friday. Today's, today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. So two days from yeah. now. So yeah. So Thursday. No, Thursday. Yes. Thursday. So today's off, and then tomorrow. Thursday. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yes. No Friday game. No Friday. Thursday. Game. Yes. Got it. ESPN and ESPN Friday Radio. Be, by the way, you should know. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm yeah, watching so many games every night. Tomorrow night. I'm working. Yeah. Well, we got Utah. Utah tonight. Oh, big game tonight. Oh, you work tonight? No, but I'm. Oh, you gotta watch games. Yeah. And then there's that. You guys so. think I'm going to Utah? You guys think I'm going to LA? You're definitely going. Yeah. Okay. So you definitely think I'm going to Utah? I, what? I, I don't know. I know. You, are you I know where we're Clippers? definitely going. No, going we're definitely going. going to LA. You picking the Clippers or the next picking the segment? I'm picking the Clippers. Back to baseball, as we have a major issue with now pitching and using of whatever it's spider called, sticky, spider, spider tack and all that stuff that's going on. And one pitcher's injured, and he's blaming baseball for it. We'll discuss that next. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. That's coming up after Jay has this from O'Reilly. Murray AC Month is going on right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your AC is blowing hot air, you need immediate relief. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts during Murray AC Month and get up to $100 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase a Murray AC compressor, accumulator or dryer, expansion device, and condenser. There's no need to sweat it. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today and talk to our professional parts people or visit OReillyAuto.com. Major League Baseball thought that it had to put a line in the sand for the sake of umpires as much as anything else. Oh, it's just like select few people. Like your favorite pitcher probably 50 years ago was using something too. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin.
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Kevin's got to come up and get the ball if he wants it. He does. He comes all the way to Harden, steps to the three-point line. Shoots for three and drilled it. 109-105. Clock on his back, one dribble, and a bang to three. Beauty, man. Kevin Durant with the three there, a key one, as Sean Kelly at P.J. Carlismo has the call ESPN Radio as KD and the Nets, they get a big win in game five. Kevin Durant plays all 48 minutes of a 114-108 win over the Bucks. He scores 49 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists for the triple-double, 49 most by a player who played an entire playoff game since John Havlicek in 1973. That's how long it's been. (laughs) To the ice, the Lightning evened up their Stanley Cup semifinal series with the Islanders at one game apiece with a 4-2 win last night in Tampa. The Lightning have now won 12 straight postseason games following a loss. That is an NHL Record. You know what else an NHL record? They had seven guys on the ice to score one of their goals. So when the U.S. Open tees off for uh, on Thursday, golf's budding rivalry will take a break. The USGA opted not to pair Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau 
for the first two rounds. There was some speculation they might play together in a group of the last three U.S. Open winners. Sports Center brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Is your dad's razor older than you are? Get him something new for Father's Day. A DSC six-blade razor is a perfect extra close, precise shave. Get one now at a store near you or as part of a gift set at dollarshaveclub.com slash KJZ. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash KJZ. Major story in baseball right now, and unfortunately for the sport, a lot of times these are the types of stories that get most of the national attention instead of performances that we're seeing this year, including when you talk about pitching, what Jacob deGrom is doing with the Mets. But when it comes to pitching, though, as you've seen reports from Buster Olney and also Jeff Passan, baseball will begin its crackdown on Monday when it comes to using sticky substances for pitchers. Uh, they will start, and they will it will include a ten game ten ten day suspension with pay uh, if you are caught in a game now. And so, uh, to get some perspective on this, let's go to a Hall of Famer, Tom Glavin, who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Tom, thanks so much for giving us uh, the time. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. So, what I want to do here first is I want you to hear what Tyler Glass, now the race pitcher, had to say about now an injury that that he is going to miss a lot of time with, which is a partially torn UCL. As you know, that's a, a very scary injury for a pitcher. And he blames it on the fact that he no longer can use what he was using was sunscreen mixed with rosin to help him get a little bit of um, contact with the baseball. So here's what he had to say, and I want to get your reaction after it. Whether you want us to not use sticky stuff or not is is, is fine. Fine. Do it in the offseason. Give us a chance to adjust to it. But I just threw 80-something, 70-whatever innings, and then you just told me I can't use anything in the middle of the year. I had to change everything I've been doing the entire season, everything out of the window. I have to start doing something completely new. And then I'm telling you, I truly believe that's why I got hurt. Me throwing 100 and being 6'7 is why I got hurt, but that contributed. And so I'm, I'm just frustrated that, like, they don't understand – how hard it is to pitch one, but to tell us to do something completely different in the middle of a season is insane. And I'm sitting here, my lifelong dream, I want to go out and win a Cy Young, I want to be an all-star, and then now it's all just because I like, now it's over. All right, so Tom, again, as I reintroduce you, a two-time, two-time Cy Young winner, a World Series champion, 10-time all-star, 300-game winner, I mean, all the accolades that you have, including Hall of Fame, you're someone that can have great perspective on this. Would you hear what he has to say and what baseball is doing at this point of the season? How does it make you feel? You know, you know. I look, I, I, I can empathize with Tyler's point. Um, you know, I, on the one hand, I find it a little bit um, hard to believe that a guy who's been pitching for this long, playing baseball for this long, now all of a sudden got hurt because he wasn't able to use some sort of substance on his hand uh, to get a grip, a better grip of the baseball. I mean, to me, that's, that's a little bit hard to understand. I'm, I'm, I'm not discrediting what he says. If he, I can't argue with how he feels. Right. Um, but I mean, we all, we all grew up learning how to pitch without having some sticky substance on our hand that helped us pitch. Now, the other side of that, I a hundred percent agree with him uh, that I think it's, it's a little bit, um, I don't know what the word I would use is, but, you know, I, I think it's it's a little bit problematic that in the middle of the season, now you're going to completely change the rules. Um, you know, clearly baseball knew this was going on to some extent, um, maybe not to the complete extent that they knew, or maybe not to the extent that guys were, were starting to use that spider glue or whatever it's called um, 
So maybe that was a little bit more than baseball knew. But clearly baseball knew something's been going on. They turned the other cheek. And now all of a sudden we're going to go cold turkey. That, that to me is, is problematic. And, and I, under, I understand guys' concern with that. Um, but at the same time, I just I don't understand why this generation of pitchers can't pitch unless they have something sticky on their hand. I don't, I don't understand that. Tom, let me ask you this as, as an ex-pitcher myself. Um, what impact would not being able to grip the ball the way you need to impact or uh, have on your arm as you deliver the football in terms of injury? Well, you know, listen, I, I think that – I think every everybody has experimented with something to get a better grip on the baseball, right? And I know for me it was always – when it was cold – I had a really hard time holding on to the baseball. It felt like you were throwing a snowball. The ball was slick. Uh, it was hard to feel it coming off your fingers, so it was really hard to create any spin, uh, whether that was on a, on a, a fastball or, or a breaking ball. Um, and the same can be true sometimes in the summer, particularly down here in Atlanta. When it gets really hot and really humid and you're sweating a lot and your hands are wet, uh, it's hard to keep a grip on the baseball. So I think that's where – that's where these guys are, are concerned, and rightly so, right? They, uh, they, they feel like they don't have the same control of the baseball. Uh, therefore, they can't make it do what they want it to do, which is obviously one byproduct. You know, the other byproduct, you, you've heard of, and I know I've read a lot of articles and I've heard a lot of hitters say they're okay with pitchers using something to a degree because it's a safety issue for them. You know, we've seen a lot of guys get hit in the face, get hit in the head, you know, all that kind of stuff. And when you got guys in today's game who, let's face it, throw really hard, and a lot of them have really average command, now you all of a sudden get these guys on the mound and they're not using anything to help them hold on to the baseball and control the baseball. It becomes somewhat of a, of a safety issue as well. So I think the short answer to your question is, when, when you don't have a good grip on the baseball, it's really hard uh, to manipulate the ball the way you want it to, which then makes it hard to throw it where you want to, which, you know, can lead to some, to some dangerous situations. Tom, when, when you were a player, you were a huge part of the MLB Players Association. So with that being said, if you were in today's association, what ground does the MLBPA have to stand on to fight this in the middle of the season? Well, I mean, I think they have some ground based on the fact that, look, everybody knows this has been going on, right? I mean, look, again, when I played, which wasn't that long ago, um, there were there were guys that you would see on the mound uh, and you'd get a camera shot of somehow you'd get a camera shot of the bill of their cap and you'd see dark spots in the bill of the cap. So you knew guys had pine tar or they had something. Um, and, and oftentimes based on that camera's, a manager would go have a, a pitcher checked, and sure enough, he'd have something on his hat. He'd get thrown out of the game. I turn on a game now, and virtually every pitcher that I see has a dark spot on the bill of their cap. So clearly, it's been, you know, kind of the wink-wink look the other way. Um, so my argument there would be, as a players association, would be, listen, we know something has gone on. We know that whatever was going on has crossed the line, right? They've gone from trying to help have a little bit of uh, stickiness on their hand to control the baseball to all of a sudden now going to something that's really sticky. And, and most people are arguing now that it's increasing uh, 
uh, speed, uh, spin on fastballs, which is making guys throw harder. It's increasing spin on breaking balls, which is giving guys um, better breaking balls. So they're, you know, they're artificially gaining um, something by using this next level of stickiness. My thing would be, listen, again, we know what's going on, but it's kind of unfair and arguably dangerous based on Tyler Glasnow's comments that, you know, guys are going to either get hurt or hitters are going to get hurt. So maybe we ease into this thing. Maybe we say, hey, um, all right, you can use rosin and some sunscreen, but you can't use pine tar or anything else. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they've had those discussions to some extent. I guess, you know, could potentially be, well, how do we police it? And if we can't police it, then it has to be an all or nothing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, but I do I do have a little bit of, of, of sympathy, like I say, for the fact that um, it's being done cold turkey. Yeah, what you're asking now is the umpires to be an expert on what type of substance it is and who knows how where that leads. The game is being slowed down enough, as we know. Tom Glavin joining us right now, exactly. the Hall of Famer, <laughs> on the Goodyear Hotline. You know, I, I'd be remiss. Now, I know you're well-known, obviously, as an Atlanta Brave uh, star, but you also did play, uh, spend some time in New York with the Mets, and, and I need to ask you uh, your what you're seeing from Jacob Degrom. He pitches tonight, uh, .56 ERA over 64 innings and 10 starts, 103 strikeouts, and just eight walks, and a guy that no one is naming as some. Well, he must be using something. Nobody's saying that about Jacob Degrom. He is just having what has been so far a historic season. What do you see out of the success? What is he doing? And you know, are, are you are you admiring it from afar? Uh, look at I, you know, other than other than you know when I do Braves games, um, you know I haven't watched a ton of baseball, but I can promise you if I turn on a game and Jake Degrom's pitching, I'm watching. Um, he's he's just been unbelievable. I mean, I think I heard a stat uh, the other day that he has more he himself has more combined hits and yes. RBIs than he has given up runs, <laughs> yes, which true. is which there's no there's no other word to describe that than stupid. I mean, that's just <laughs> those are stupid numbers, right? Um, but it's amazing what he's done. I mean, listen, he went out the other day with an 0.62 ERA and, and actually lowered it, which this time of year is really hard to do. Uh, but it just shows you how good he's been. And, and look, he's, he's that guy that has the ability to throw hard, change speeds, and locate, and that's what makes him so good. Look, there, there's you know, guys in today's game who throw harder a dime a dozen, uh, guys in today's game who can locate. Um, it's, a, it's a smaller number. Uh, guys who can do all three, um, there aren't many. You know, you look at DeGrom, you look at maybe Scherzer, you look at uh, Kershaw, uh, you know, when he was on his game. So though, there, there's a reason, though, that, that Jacob DeGrom is doing the things that he's doing, and it's because he's a special talent. I mean, you know, when you can throw 100 miles an hour and then drop a, a change up anywhere you want, and then you got a nasty breaking ball to go along with it, um, you know, it, it's difficult. And, and look, he, what I love about him – as much as anything is his compete level. He goes out there and he wants the ball. Uh, you know, I still remember a game in Atlanta a couple of years ago where the manager was coming out to take him out of the, out of the game. And he was like, no, get out of here. I'm not coming out. Um, you know, and, and you love to see that kind of compete, you know, and, and he's a special talent. And, and like I say, it, it, he's, he's probably the one guy in the game right now that if he's pitching, I'm watching. Uh, that's what they say in sports. Real recognizes real. There's no doubt about that. Tom, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. It was great perspective. Thanks, Tom. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Have All a right. great day. You too. The, the great Tom Glavin. Again, 300, 305 career wins to be exact. Two-time Cy Young Award winner and, of course, won that World Series with the Braves in 1995. Hall of Famer and, and real interesting stuff, what he had to say there. Even not not necessarily taking Glasnow's side on things when it comes to baseball. 
uh, and blaming them for this change. But midst of a season, that's the part of it, I think, that you can understand the frustration. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Commercial insurance through Progressive protects your business and your dreams. Choose from over 30 coverage options at ProgressiveCommercial.com. So five interceptions in a mini camp. Is that a mini issue or perhaps a major one? We'll discuss that after Key has this from Granger. After Key has this from Granger. He said it already. For the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24 7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call 1 800 Granger, click Granger.com, or just simply stop by. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Michael is in Queens. Michael, what's up, man? You guys are great. It's the greatest morning show. I got a ton of options in the tri-state area. Say it again. You guys are intelligent, intuitive, and just plain fun. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh, yes. Market madness. We have reached the championship round. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. All guests join us on the Goodyear hotline. So the championship round, did we expect this? Baker Mayfield versus Yadi Molina. No, we did not. That is <laughs> in a field that included Steph Curry and LeBron James and Coach K. <laughs> a lot of number one seeds Here, went down. These are your champions, people. This is it, America. So the voting will end. Now it begins on KJNZ on Twitter right now, and it lasts until Saturday at 6 a.m. And it, you can vote right now. We've already got several votes. Let me see where we're at right now. That's curious. Baker Mayfield at 61% right now of the votes. And the Cleveland market certainly does show up and show up strong for Baker. So, again, Yay! you're out until Saturday for the find out who wins the championship in market Madness. In the meantime, as we have seen Baker Mayfield emerge uh, over the last couple of years, especially last year, second half of that season for sure, and now uh, becoming their number one quarterback, the guy that they took number one overall, that they wanted to become their franchise quarterback. They've only waited about two and a half decades to get one. 
we look to Miami, who has also been waiting a long time to find their franchise quarterback. A and long they think, time. yeah, since Dan Marino. What was it, Marino? 83? 80, 83 mm-hmm. was Marino's draft, but he, he was there a yeah, long I'm time. Saying, yeah, I'm saying 83 was yeah. the last time they had one. But Tua uh, Tonga Viola was the guy that they really hoped was going to become that guy. And a long time. There was some. <laughs> Mixed reaction to to his you know his first year, and then of course he and Ryan Fitzpatrick split time. Tua then reveals that he didn't really know the playbook. Hopefully this time around things will be better. He gets into minicamp, and key he throws yesterday five interceptions. Now he explained that he was they were working on some things. Be aggressive. <coughs> really wanted to get the ball downfield. Try a couple of windows. See if I can hit them. So he's trying to explain that it's not necessarily decisions that I would have made in a real game. We're trying stuff. Your level of concern, 1 to 10, about that performance yesterday. I don't have a level of concern. So it's zero. Thank you, Key. OTAs in a, Thank you. a monsoon, a rain. And it was raining, yeah. Like, and, and so where <laughs> the five interceptions, where were they? Were they one-on-one drills, seven-on-seven, all 11-on? Like, what is it? All we get is a report says five interceptions on the day. Right. What does that mean? Jacoby Brissett threw other a couple team himself. The ball. You know how many quarterbacks I've had that has thrown interceptions in practice? All right. Doesn't mean anything in OTAs. Does means that- absolutely nothing. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Dennis still in Delaware. Rogers, though. You got a quick take on this, Dennis? <laughs> yeah, guys. Love the show. Uh, Keyshawn, I got to disagree. I mean, two of Tua played nine games last year. He he threw for 180 yards every game. I am totally, totally concerned. That's why I wanted to make the move for Aaron Rodgers with three draft picks. D- Dennis. Or turn around and make, D- the, and make the same deal. D- I am totally. Dennis. Okay. I, I don't want to be condescending. But you're about to be. But you will. But it's OTAs in rain, man. Stop. It's practice. It's a bad look, though. I have so much more it's to say about this practice. if we weren't going to break. It's a bad look, though. In rain. So, we can certainly continue this dudes jogging around It's funny, and it's funny how half so, ESPN, is this a big deal that Tua Please. has throwing to the other team Funny how some mini camp. We'll discuss there, that and more people. next, including KD's big night. It. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.